Welcome to Spiritual Grit, the podcast where we talk real talk about spirituality through the lens of activism and social justice. What happens when activism and spiritual practices collide? What sparks of change call for the grit we need to create meaningful strides in social justice? I'm your host, Leslie Ann Hobayan, poet, priestess, activist, professor, hip-hop dancer, and badass mama. Join me as we dive in to learn more about our deepest selves so that we can be better ancestors to create a stellar world for our descendants. Grab your dancing shoes and let's get groovy with the grit right now. Hello loves, welcome to another episode of Spiritual Grit. How are you on this beautiful day? I hope wherever you are, you're feeling good in that full breath in and out of the body. Take a deep breath now. Inhale through the nose and exhale out the mouth. Just let it all out. All right. So here we are for part three of our five-part series on self-awareness August. Uh, Here we are creating awareness so that we can identify what the things are that are holding us back from embodying our true selves. Um, And so today I pulled a card from the Starseed Oracle deck. uh, And this one I just pulled before I hit record is um, called The Great Severing. And it's funny because I just pulled this card recently and here it is again and I was tempted to put it back in the deck <laughs> I'd be like no 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 but you know how the the cards never lie and what would happen is I would probably pull it again if I put it back in the deck and shoveled it I'd still get it so I might as well just accept the message from the oracle for today um and so the great severing the subtitle or subheading is Mars energy anger conflict and softening to love. And it's, of course, divine timing that this card comes forward because part three of our five-part series is allowing and softening. Um, And that was before I pulled the card. So also, of course, my dog has to make so much noise with her self (laughs) that it's very noisy. Um, So yes, the beauties of working in a home studio. Okay. So this is a shadow card, one that may feel confrontational. Don't be afraid. It's here to bring to the surface, anything that's standing in the way of letting love in. So let's think about that. All right. The great severing isn't really a terrible thing. It's just about severing the heaviness, the blocks that are holding you back, um, from moving forward and expanding and evolving. Okay, so let's continue. The warring planet of Mars is our constant reminder that it's important to soften, forgive, and find our way back to love. There are many things in the human experience that make it difficult for our heart and soul to stay open to the never-ending source of love. We're all wounded, and our unconscious wounds inflict wounds on others. This is true. They have that saying, hurt people, hurt people. Um... It can feel like a never-ending dance we can never escape. 
If we aren't careful, before long we'll see the world as a scary, dangerous place where fear and anxiety roam free. If this card surfaces, it could be for two reasons. Firstly, for you to acknowledge the difficult emotions, situations, conflicts, wounds, and fears that are causing you pain and anxiety. So time to face the shadows. And secondly, for you to find your way back to love. Because once you find your shadows and you see them, you take them head on, you face them, you identify them, they're not as big or as scary as our minds create them to be. Um, and so we look at them, you can see the source their source of why they're there in the first place. And once you can identify the source and the root of fear and anxiety and suffering, we can often approach them with love and embrace them as part of who we are, who we have become up until this point. Um, so when we're hurt, it's normal to close off our heart to the world, to let the painful experience confirm the agony of separation in earthly life. Soften and find your way back to love anyway. When fear, anxiety, and paranoia paralyze you, it's normal to want to hide away from others and the world. Come out of your cave and soften your heart anyway. We're all innocent children spinning our way around the world. Find a way to see the innocence in all people, especially yourself. And so the Starseed Soul Inquiry question that goes with this card is, how are you cutting yourself off from love? How can you soften towards those who have hurt you? So here's the thing. When we are hurt, our tendency is to protect ourselves, to hide away, to kind of put all the walls up, to go under the covers and to isolate. Um, that is our protection uh, default will say. And so what this card is asking us to do is to take a little bit of bravery to step forward into being with others, into opening yourself up to love. And while that might feel a little scary, it's necessary for us to begin to heal. So how do we do that? Well, we start with awareness, right? And so I've been talking about using meditation as a tool in which we can bring more awareness to ourselves, to who we are being, to the to identify the root of our limiting beliefs, our fears, our anxieties. You know, I um I've said this before on the podcast somewhere, but I just want to bring this forward again that the word fear. A lot of people create acronyms from that word fear. And there is one that I heard on the radio some time ago that I really loved and have been using uh, as my own way of relating to fear. So when it pops up, it's like, oh, okay, you're not scary. You're just giving me information on how I need to take action next. Um, so the acronym is face everything and rise. And what that does is that it actually empowers rather than disempowers. So if you face everything, you already know that you can handle it. You trust that you can handle whatever comes your way. And then you have the capacity, you have the capability, the abilities to rise above it. 
Um, and so I love that just as a, a kind of mantra in looking at fear and how to face it, how to look at it square in the eye and be like, okay, I see you. I see what you're doing. I see that you are a protective mechanism, a defense mechanism to keep me safe. And I love you for that. And I'm going to embrace you. And I'm going to take you with me as we keep going towards the thing that we are afraid of anyway. Um, you know, of course there's that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway, but I want to add responsibly (laughs) to the rest of that sentence because we can feel the fear and do it anyway. But if it does not, let's see, let's say if it, if it sends our nervous system into freak out, then that's not exactly helpful or nurturing. It just reinforces the very thing that we're trying to heal from. It is putting our sympathetic nervous system back into overdrive. So we need to take a step back and feel into the fear to get friendly with it and then move forward. Friendly in a way that our sympathetic nervous system calms down. We don't feel that 4F response, but rather maybe we can feel neutral about it and then move forward towards the thing that terrifies us. Um, So the third part of this self-awareness August series is allowing and softening. You know, I had started with step one, grounding. We need to be present in our bodies and ground ourselves before we move into meditation to explore what goes on within. And the second part was about opening. So once we feel grounded, we can then begin to open ourselves up to receive. We can begin to open up our hearts, open up our bodies, and bring ourselves into a receiving mode. Because often love is coming towards us. Love is all around us. Love is in us. But if we are closed, then we cannot feel that love. And to be open to receive that, that is just an amazing feeling to be open to such things. And to know that opening yourself up doesn't mean by default that you're going to open yourself up to pain and suffering. That is a pattern that you've seen in your life up until this point. And maybe if that fear is informing you and saying, Hey, you know what? Last time we opened, we got hurt. So no, we don't want to open anymore. If you can notice that pattern and if you can get to the root of it, like, you know, let's say, let's take an example. Yeah. I'm going to open myself up to people. Um, it could be, you know, like a new friendship, it could be a relationship, whatever it is. I want, I'm going to open myself up. And then you're like, no, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Cause in the past I've been hurt by people. I've been burned by people and I don't want to go through that again. So what is under that? Because if you think about it, we have that life experience, right? And so the question is, okay, what can we learn from that? How was I being in that relationship? What did that relationship teach me? And does this relationship mirror previous relationships? Is there a pattern? Does this pattern begin at a relationship that I had in my early childhood, in my super early formative years? 
you know? So it's a question of tracing things back so that you can start to open. And once you are open, then you can allow. Okay. So, so we might move through that opening of like, okay, I'm open. I feel open. I'm still kind of like hesitant, still kind of tentative, still kind of shy about the opening, but I'm here just, you know, open and then close, open and then close, um, open the chest, feel the heart expand, feel the body expand, but there's still a little nervousness there because what if I expose myself too much, too vulnerable to attacks or, you know, people criticizing me, whatever it is, and I'm going to close. So the next stage, I don't even know what to call these things, but the next, the next thing, the next piece is to think about allowing to soften, right? So there's a difference. It's very nuanced, but there's a difference between opening and allowing. So once you are open, right? then it's about letting go. It's about allowing for love to enter. Yes, we are open to receive, but when that love comes to us, do we let it in? You know, I, um, I've been reading a few, poking in and out of a few spiritual books. And, um, one of them talks about this resistance to love how the author um, thought she was living a pretty good life. You know, she's like, yeah, I got my spiritual practice. I'm evolving. This is great. And why do I still feel terrified when I do things? You know, she's like, I've done this spiritual, I've been on this spiritual journey for 10 years and blah, blah, blah. Listen, we are always evolving. We're always healing. The healing journey is lifelong. I want you to know that. I want you to know that there is no finish line. This is in progress for as long as we are on this planet, in this body, breathing. You know, once we die, we actually continue on. Our energy continues on and we either embody another body, you know, our soul, our spirit souls reincarnate or they hang out with source for a little bit (laughs) before we are um, reborn again. But to know that whatever healing we are doing, there is no complete, there's no, Ooh, I'm done. Okay. Next thing I'm ready to move on. No, this is it. We are here to, to evolve continually. So I hope that gives you comfort. I know for some people it's like, Ooh, that's, that feels like a relief. Like I'm not, I don't have to strive for anything. I don't have to, you know, reach for the finish line. Cause there is no finish line. So I'm just going to be in the process. Now being in the process is, uncomfortable for a lot of people who like that sense of completion, myself included, but I've gotten used to being in the process. It's like, oh, okay. I just keep doing the thing. (laughs) I'll keep visiting similar circumstances and then be able to respond to them differently. So this woman, this author, she, um, she talks about how she's been in this spiritual journey for a while and she felt like she healed all the things and she's like, I should be happy. Right. And then she came to realize after some time in meditation that she was resisting love. Love is all around her. The universe is gifting us with love. We are love embodied. And she was resisting it. So interesting. So that is what I mean by allowing, by softening. When someone comes to you with love, depending on your past experiences, Do you allow for them to love you 
Or do you feel like, no, I don't deserve your love. I'm not worthy of your love. You're free to love me, but I don't know if I can allow it into my heart, into my being, because I have these limiting beliefs that I'm not worthy or deserving of love, of anyone's love. So there is an indicator of some healing work to do around worthiness, around deserving things, around being enough. And so when you can do that, see, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. This, this healing journey is many layered and complex. I mean, no, it's not complex. It's just, there's more than meets the eye. We'll say, because once you peel back one layer, there's another, there's another, and like a few thousand more and then some. So thinking about allowing and softening, ask yourself, what is holding you back from doing that? What patterns do you notice? What experiences have you had that create a pattern? Where is your earliest memory of this pattern? So a lot of the healing happens at the root of the patterns that we find ourselves in, which is why the great severing, the Oracle card that that comes forward for this episode is so appropriate, (laughs) you know, and, and in the great severing, there will be conflict. There will be anger because we are so used to having that thing that we're cutting away that we're letting go of that we're like we what happens next who am i going to be now without this thing without this heaviness this pain and then suffering and so the ego might get a little angry you know and people around you might get angry because you're not the person they want you to be or that you've been you're not the person you've been that they're used to and so they don't know what to do with that and then they get angry so be gentle be kind, soften, allow for yourself to be. So allowing doesn't necessarily mean is not only about allowing things to come in, but allowing for you to move through the processes of healing that you need to move through in a way that is gentle and supportive, but also to be soft with yourself if it doesn't go according to plan, if it doesn't go according to what you expect it to be. Just soften and allow and see what is possible. See what magic might unfold. Because when you open and soften and allow, some unexpected things pop into your life. I speak from personal experience. And so I am going to continue practicing allowing and softening as I move through my little writing sabbatical for the month of August. And on that note, my friends, I will read you a poem for my stack of books for the Sealy Challenge. Um, And this one is, this is from uh, the book called Tethered to Stars, poems by Fadi Judha. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. I met him once some years ago. Very nice person great spirit. Um, So this poem is called Oxygen. Because to pin the moment I bound with your blood and your being, started to tick and flicker, 
I wasn't your first, and you weren't mine. Several catastrophes preceded us, before I was the one who could stay longest inside you, as you recoiled under pressure and kicked out my gasp. Sometimes I rise above you blue, between ignition and smothering. We made a life of it, had each other, opening to opening. Whew. All right, my friends. That is the episode for today. And so, until next time, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Namaste. If you're feeling like fighting the good fight is bringing you down and hope is starting to fade, grab my free seven-day meditative challenge, Spark Joy in Chaos, by signing up for my newsletter, which will be more light to your inbox. Go to suryagiyan.com slash subscribe.